everyone, welcome to News Game Plus. I am your host, Brandon Barons. Welcome back. It has been a great week in the week of video games. Uh, I hate to rain in the parade. We had a great PS5 reveal, but as of yesterday, I've been reading and listening to podcasts about a very specific publisher who may be selling being sold who may be sold off and they make games that I love and we haven't seen them in a while and the future of these games and this publisher are in limbo as they are now being sold so if I start off the podcast I don't have you know this should really be an exciting podcast because we just saw the PS5 we saw a what it looks like and all the games that are in there and it's exciting stuff but this news that I found out yesterday has really kind of bummed me out unfortunately but the show must go on and you need your video game news so let's get started I want to start off by saying that we are now on Spotify and iTunes as far as how to search us I would suggest type on Spotify at least Type News Game Plus, but with no spaces in between, and it'll say News Game Plus, a video game podcast. Uh, we have a logo. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It was made by my buddy Rocco, and he did a fantastic job. It, the, what it does, the logo, it, uh, it conveys the idea that this is a news podcast but it's also an 8-bit to showcase that this is a gaming podcast which you know is what we talk about and I feel like Rocco did a great job I dig the red on the sky blue and I just think you know I just want to thank Rocco he did a great job and you know Ben uh, Xenon Dukes on Twitter he uh, made our uh, theme song our intro and our outro song and i want to you know i'm lucky to have great talented artistic friends and you know to work with and and yeah so thanks guys thanks for you know doing this stuff for me i really appreciate it and yeah thank you now that the technical stuff is out of the way let's get into the news before the ps5 reveal we received uh, rumors that Xbox had an unannounced event where, where they would show off Xbox Lockhart, which is a cheaper, more affordable, but still powerful uh, version of the Xbox Series X. The idea of this would be to undercut Sony and their uh, PS5, this way, even if, say, the Xbox Series X is more expensive than the PS5, they, Xbox could always say that they have the cheapest one because Lockhart would come in at a cheaper price point. Now, it wouldn't be as powerful as the Xbox Series X, but it would still be more powerful than the Xbox, stay with me, One X, and it would kind of be a bridge or a, a step up from the One X, but not as powerful as the Series X. 
with the idea being that you can still play Xbox, uh, the new Xbox games at a cheaper price point is basically the idea. The thing with this box is, is that they haven't announced it yet. And according to Jeff Grubb, Jeff Grubb has his, you know, summer mess, uh, Twitter, uh, thing where he basically is trying to make sense of all the different uh, events that are happening this this E3 and originally he had a date for the Xbox event which would happen soon you know which probably would have happened by now if Sony still had their press conference last Thursday if Microsoft is going to announce this Lockhart they want to do it after Sony's event and because things are kind of jumbled up and you know we have a lot of game events that are going to be happening over the next week and different game reveals and stuff like that Microsoft doesn't want to go before Sony they want to go after so when the date was moved to the 11th Microsoft has now moved the reveal date for Xbox Lockhart all the way to August because I guess there's just so much going on between uh, now and August, plus Xbox is having their first party studio, uh, basically their version of what Sony did on Thursday, they're going to have that in July. So it's crazy how close these video game publishers are going to be uh, cutting the you know the line the between when Lockhart is announced in August, let's say, which is now when it's rumored, and then when it releases, which is probably in November, which would only be like three months after, it's crazy. The There's not much marketing that's going to be happening for that. The Because of everything that's happened in the world, the video game industry has really been effective, and it's really crazy to think about and to visually see with all these events moving and stuff but now this week would have been e3 e3 was supposed to be i think the 9th through the 11th and that means that the events would have probably which is tuesday wednesday thursday so all of the events would have started probably last saturday a week a week earlier probably the 5th and then the 6th and the 7th and then but things have just been crazy uh i believe now we're probably waiting on nintendo but they're not doing a direct uh e3-esque event so probably we'll see nintendo maybe when the dust clears maybe in july they'll do what they did with paper mario and the origami king they'll just you know, do a, we'll wake up one morning and we'll see on the Nintendo Twitter that there's a trailer for whatever game comes next. Uh, people think it's Metroid. I don't know. I don't know if it's Metroid or not. It's so odd that, you know, if you watch the Paper Mario, the Origami King, if you watch that trailer, and there's actually a trailer that came out yesterday, uh, but if you watch the initial trailer, you will see a uh, at the end 
Mario puts on a Metroid helmet and you're hoping, I think I've said this already, but like you would hope that that would be something you discover in the game. Be like, oh, wow, what a cool Easter egg. But the fact they show it at the end of the trailer makes you believe that what's next is what's whatever game is they're going to announce next is Metroid, which I think is cool for your marketing. But like, you know, and then at the end of the Metroid uh trailer there's something that references another game you know and then that's the next announcement you know uh but that would be cool but i don't know i don't know if they're ready to do anything with metroid yet i don't think metroid prime 4 is anywhere close to being done so and i believe they want to have kind of they're going to release games as part of this marketing push you know i imagine we'll see if Metroid Prime Trilogy exists, which is debatable, I think it does, but, you know, I, I could definitely be wrong. Uh, and then whatever the 2D Metroid is, I think those games will probably come out, you know, within a year or a year and a half of when Metroid Prime 4 comes out. If you're listening to this, the day comes out on Saturday. Today, there's going to be a PC gaming show. There's a lot of stuff happening specifically on this day, but I'm not going to, co- I'm going to cover all this on the next episode of News Game Plus. Today, I want to focus on the Sony event. I want to make sure I get everything right on that. We also have this, the thing I teased earlier in the show. I just want to make sure that we get through the Sony thing because that's really big. There were a lot of games shown and then we can move on to everything else that happens this week, you know, on uh, our next episode. Today, the PC gaming show is happening, and one of the interesting things is that publisher Atlas will be there, and Atlas, or developer Atlas, technically Sega would be the publisher, but publisher Atlas is going to be there, and what's interesting about that is that other than Catherine, which was a game back in the PS3 and 360 era, none of Atlas's games have really gone onto PC. Then earlier in the week, there were there was a Steam page set up for Persona 4 Golden, which had exclusively been on the PlayStation Vita. And it looks like at this PC gaming show, Persona 4 Golden will be shadow dropped on Steam. So you can expect Persona 4 Golden to be announced on Steam and that's fantastic because that opens the door for the other Persona games that have been kind of stuck on the platforms that they've been released on. Persona the original Persona 3 and the original Persona 4 were are both stuck on PS2. I think Persona 1 and Persona 2 are both PS1 games. Uh, They released enhanced versions of 3 and 4. The enhanced version of 3 is on PSP. It's been stuck there. And then Persona 4 Golden, which is the enhanced version of Persona 4, was exclusive to the Vita. And now Persona 5 has come out on the PS4. And then you have Persona 5 Royal, which came out earlier this year. And... Both of those are exclusive to PlayStation 4. So the idea that Persona 4 Golden is being shadow dropped on Steam kind of opens the door that maybe we could see some of these other other Persona games 
come to PS4 and Xbox One and Switch. Re earlier, I believe about a year ago, I did a survey that Sega was having online, and they talked about, or I think it was Atlas specifically, and they were talking about games you would like to see ported to other systems. And it's like, well, I don't know, Atlas, do you like money? Like, people will buy, you know, per, I feel like if you package it together... One Persona One, Persona Two, and Persona Three together in like a three pack, and put it out, you know, into the world. People would buy it, you know, on PS4, on Switch, on Xbox One, or you know, PS5 or Xbox. You know, uh, if they put it together and they the first three, you release four separately, and then you do whatever you want with five. Uh, just the idea with these Persona games is that there just seems to be, and we're not really sure if this is true or not, there just seems to be some kind of PlayStation exclusive uh, transaction or deal where PlayStation is, they've made a specific deal with PlayStation where they can't release the games elsewhere. But if Persona 4 Golden is coming out on Steam, Maybe that deal ended, maybe it's a contract, it ran out, maybe Atlas realizes they can make more money releasing on every, you know, how popular is it being exclusive to the PlayStation brand, how popular would it be if it was also on Xbox, if it was also on Switch? I feel like it would do great on the uh, on other platforms. I feel like the Xbox needs a Japanese role-playing game, that's great. I feel like the Switch is the perfect place to play Japanese role-playing games. The Steam community will go crazy over Persona 4 Golden if it shadow drops today. So I just feel that this is fantastic, and this opens the door for more Persona games. I've never really played a Persona game. I've dabbled in Persona 4 Golden. I have it on my Vita. But uh, I have to say, you know, the fact that I started Persona 4 Golden, I, f I fell off. Um, I'm definitely not going to play it on Steam. I'll probably continue to play it on Vita if I ever go back to it. But we'll see. Um, if it comes out on PS4, maybe I will play it. Who knows? Alrighty, let's get into the meat and potatoes. The big, the big stuff. The big kombucha, if you will. The PS5 reveal. I'm sure there's... New stuff that I'm miss, you know, video game news from this week that I'm missing. I think Cyberpunk's not coming out on Stadia day and date. No one cares about Stadia. Why am I bringing it up when we have PS5 stuff going on? Also, if you're listening to this the day of recording, as of right now, because I started this yesterday, you can preload Last of Us Part 2 on your PlayStation 4. So get excited. We are less than a week. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, we're a week, less than a week away from The Last of Us Part 2. I can't wait to play that game. Holy smokes, a lot of stuff's happening at once. This is crazy. Also, the reviews for Last of Us Part 2 have come out. I looked at Metacritic I think I saw at first it was a 95, now it's in the, or at first it was a 96, now it's a 95, which is fantastic. IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. So this game looks to be a masterpiece. A lot of PlayStation publications have said this is the game of the generation, which is awesome. 
and that's exciting, and I can't wait to play it, though I still have to beat Uncharted 4. I'm almost done. I'm playing on Crushing. It's very difficult. But I just got through a really hard part, which is known as the hardest part in the game. So I am fairly excited, because I'm almost done with Uncharted 4. I'll see if I can jump into Lost Legacy, do that. We'll see what happens, okay? But stay tuned. So Thursday night, I got together with my buddies Ben and Kyle. I had work on Thursday. I was working while the event was happening live, so I missed it. But I figured if I'm going to miss it live, why not, you know, watch it with friends? So Thursday night, me and the boys, we decided what we'll do is, you know, we'll pick a time. You know, I think it was around 7 o'clock. We'll meet up. Uh, we'll pull up the same video. We'll play. We'll hit play at the same time. This way we're watching it at the same time. And um, we did it, and it was a lot of fun. And I took some notes as I was uh, watching. Uh, and... It was a pretty chill night. It was pretty cool to watch it with, with friends. And I wrote down some notes. I just want to kind of go through the games and some of my thoughts on them. Because there was a lot of games. Which was fantastic. And let's go. Let's get into it. So at the beginning we saw GTA 5. When the Rocks... The pre-shows that I was watching. They were like, man. What if Rockstar... Gets in here, GTA 6, at the beginning. What if they do that, you know? And so when I saw the Rockstar logo, for a second, for a second, I was like, oh my god, they're, what in the good god? But I think, you know, and then the trailer started to play. All right, it's clear, you know, you hear Trevor's voice. All right, clearly it's GTA 5. It's And it said PS4 in the corner. And... It's come, you know, and eventually you find out it's coming to PS5. And I was, I know initially I thought, I was like, man, why is this at the beginning? Why would you show this old game out at the beginning? But I think, but the more you think about it, the more sense it makes. GTA 5 is one of the best selling games, is probably the best selling game on PlayStation. It probably has the best player base on PlayStation, and for PlayStation, this isn't, you know, people, the, this is, this event, they want to sell this game to everyone, and what, what game, you know, does everyone have? Well, everyone has GTA 5. To me, it made a lot of sense. At the end of it, you look like, you start thinking, man, what would have happened if they didn't show GTA 5? So, GTA 5 is confirmed it'll become it'll, it will it will be on the PS5 and they're looking at early 2021 for that to happen and they also announced if you play GTA 5 online on PS4 you get a uh, million uh, dollars I think every month in GTA cash it'd be nice if they just gave you a million dollars they probably could but but then we get into our first big reveal and my big <gasps> moment at the beginning. And this was a great game to show off at the beginning, you know, to begin this was Spider-Man Miles Morales. And in my notes, I wrote DLC question mark. 
and it's also confirmed to be coming out holiday 2020, which probably means it's going to uh, release with the console. And overnight, we heard from a, it was reported that there was a Sony executive in Europe who stated that the Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales is not a standalone release and that it's DLC and an expansion on Spider-Man, which the original Spider-Man game, which will be uh, remastered for PS5. Now on July 12th, during the day, this became a developing story. Eventually, Insomniac Games came out and said that Spider-Man Miles Morales is its own standalone release. Will have its own standalone release. Which, to me, means that it's kind of like Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Originally, Uncharted The Lost Legacy was planned as DLC for Uncharted 4. But, as time went on, they noticed that the Lost Legacy... What they the DLC called The Lost Legacy was slowly turning into its own game. So they decided to just release it as a smaller, you know, a smaller, you know, we get more Uncharted, but it's a smaller game. I hope to check that out. I have played a little bit of Infamous First Light. That was in a similar boat. It came out later. It was its own release and it, it was it's based in the same world and it but it's its own release. It has its own uh, trophy list. I hope this has its own trophy list. I'd like to get the platinum in this one, and I think it will because it'll probably be its own standalone release. This is one. This is a game where I don't think anyone anticipated. I think originally when they released the DLC for Spider-Man, Spider-Man came out in September. Then the first DLC was October. Then the next one was November, and then the last one was in December. And the thought was was that there was more. So. Maybe the Miles Morales was planned, you know, it was probably a similar thing. It was probably planned as DLC, and it just morphed into its own game, similar to Lost Legacy. And they were like, why not? Let's, you know, let's get this thing out, you know, as soon as possible. And here we go. Miles, Spider-Man Miles Morales will probably come out along with the PS5. What a And what a great game to really start off, you know, at the beginning of the show to really kick things off for the PlayStation Studios. That's and and to say that it's coming out with the PS5 or, you know, if, you know, coming out in the same year that the PS5 is coming out. I think that should, this was just a smart move and no one anticipated it. And it was wow. Just a, what a great start. Next, we saw Gran Turismo 7. It looked pretty good. They had a little. They showed a little bit of the UI. They showed a little bit of the first-person racing, uh, which was pretty cool. I'm not a racing fan myself. Uh, my guess is that they probably wanted to show Gran Turismo Seven because all car games look great. The, you know, this one's no different. And you know, you want to just have a showpiece to sh to be like the games look good. Okay, and Gran Turismo 7 looked pretty good, though we may not see it for a couple of years. You know, this might be the one that comes out last out of all the games we've seen today. But they look, they people buy the Gran Turismo games. That's why they keep making them. So 
to, you know, reinforce that is why they probably announced it at this event. We continue on the PlayStation Studios train with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And this game looks fantastic. It looks like a lot of fun. With this game, basically what's happening is Ratchet and Clank, you know, they're falling. They're traveling through these different worlds. There seems to be a problem in the space-time continuum. Things are popping in. Things are popping out. Uh, one of the things you can do when they went to... Uh, well, the trailer starts, they're just really just traveling, you know, the fate is kind of in their hands because they keep falling into everything and everything keeps on working out for them. Eventually, Ratchet and Clank separate. Clank now finds, uh, I don't know what her name is, but she is the female protagonist. And so probably have Ratchet by himself and then Clank with the female protagonist and that'll be an interesting dynamic to see in the game then we get into the gameplay and the the idea of these rifts like you can like interact with them and you like pull them and then like it's a new area and so crazy how fast it loads and it really shows uh, you know it's kind of a showpiece for the ps5 and i think it was really important for them to show this here uh but I do question some of the things about the game. Like, it seems like you're pulling the thing and you get to a new area, but now there's enemies. What could I, could I like pull it back and like get rid of the enemies and then pull it back? Like, it, like it just moves so fast. And it's, it, to me, it, it looks a little disorienting. Like, where do I go? Cause now the thing moved and now it's a different hallway. It's facing a different direction. And, uh, to me, it was a little disorienting. I'm sure, you know, once I play the game, it'll all make sense. But, it, you know, and I, I really dig that there's a new Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, and this, I think it looks great, but I, I just have some questions about the gameplay. Like, what is the point of all the rift changing? What? Why are we changing? Why are we moving to different things? Can I control it? Am I controlling it? Or is that just like a thing that's just showing that something bad's about to happen? Because it can probably get annoying when you're getting to certain points in the level and then all of a sudden these enemies just appear, you know, and I can't make them disappear. Like, to me, that would be more interesting if you could have a group of enemies and then just pull or do whatever you do to get a different thing up there and then they're not there anymore. So, but we, we'll we see. We'll probably see this game more if it is coming out. We're not sure. We didn't get a date for this one. We don't know if it's coming out in the launch of the PS5 or it'll come out in 2021. There are a lot of games shown here, and it's hard to really figure out where everything kind of lines up release-wise. The next game we saw was Project Athia, which is coming from Square Enix, and it is in their Lumines engine. They made sure to put that logo up there. Right now, it's just called Project Athia. It looks pretty cool. There's at one point, she's on a mountain type thing and then she like pulls up some roots and that like surrounds the enemy and i believe eventually it's announced that this game is exclusive to the playstation 5 probably a timed exclusive and it'll come to xbox later because it's exclusive because it needs it can only work on the power of the ps5 so uh, i don't think we'll see this game soon but i think it was interesting to see square enix announce a new project and have it come out uh and be on this ps5 reveal i thought we would if we saw a game from square i thought it would be 
Outriders, which is supposed to be coming out for the launch of the Xbox and the new PlayStation. So, uh, not much I can say about this game, but uh, I'm, it's definitely on the brain, and I'll hopefully we'll see more as time goes on. Maybe not this year, maybe next year. Maybe Square, I think Square may next year or the year after Square probably has to do a conference or a direct or something like that because there's, we're starting to build up some titles here. The next uh, game we saw was Stray, and this has a release date of 2021, they put. And from what it looks like, it's kind of like a cyberpunky world, and you there are no humans. There's a graffiti of R.I.P. humans, and it seems like robots have taken over, but they just do what humans do. And the focus is on this cat that's kind of traveling, you know, going through this cyberpunky world where everybody is, a, you know, basically a TV screen, and on the screen is like a face. I'm not really sure what you do in the game. I don't know if it's like you, you're, it's called Stray, so you probably are this stray cat, and you have to maneuver your way around this uh, cyberpunkian world. I think it's really cool to show off this game. This is more of an indie type title. It has a cool trailer, you know, really showing a different, totally different game along with the stuff we would normally expect. We would normally expect Spider, you know, we didn't anticipate Spider-Man, but games like Spider-Man and Ratchet and Clank. And to have this in there, an indie title, but, you know, that still has some appeal by existing in the cyberpunk universe, but also being about cats. Everyone loves cats, so... I'm going to keep an eye on I'm going to try and keep an eye on all these games. The next game we have is Returnal and this is made by Housemark. Now Housemark is known for their twin stick shooters and they have twin stick shooters they're called Super Stardust. There are multiple Super Stardust games. Those were big on the PS3 and the Vita, and I believe it's on PS4 now. That you also have Resogun. Resogun is famous because it is. It was on uh, PS4. It was a launch title for the PS4. Many argue it was the best PS4 launch game. I don't know if I would say that or not because I haven't played all the PS4 launch games. But we. But I may do that. So. I'll let you know. But I, I've played Resogun. I actually have the Platinum Trophy in Resogun. And I think that's my favorite. Of all the Platinum Trophies I, ha I have, that's my favorite one. Because I didn't think I was going to be able to get it. Like, I just didn't think I was good at the game. But through playing the game multiple times, learning the levels, getting better, using, realizing the full extent of my powers it that was a really fun game i really dig resogun that was so much fun and i'm so happy i have the platinum trophy because i really didn't think i was going to get it and wow what a blast that game was uh housemark has also released games like dead nation i believe that came out before resogun yeah that was ps3 and then vita dead nation which is basically a twin stick shooter but it's zombies and that I've actually played that. That's a lot of fun. You also have Alien Nation, which they've released. You have Ex Machina, which they have released. And they also have Helldivers, which they have released. I think they're all pretty much twin-stick shooters, uh, which is... Uh, they've just been owning this uh, 
twin-stick shooter genre, and it hasn't really produced results for them. So here we see this game Returnal, where we see a real pivot, and now they're making a AAA third-person shooter, it seems, and it it looks pretty good, in my opinion. It gives me a lot of control vibes. I love control. I platinum control. I think that was a great game that came out last year that not a lot of people talked about. And this game reminds me a lot of it. Basically, a female pilot, and she keeps on, uh, I guess, perishing, but she keeps being brought back to life. And then she has to, and then she's flying you know, a spaceship, and she keeps crashing the spaceship and coming back, and then she's crashing the spaceship, coming back, and each time she does that, she's kind of losing her sanity, she's losing her humanity, she's becoming part of this world that has put her in this loop, and then Returnal, I guess, is a play on this idea that she's returning, you know, she's eternally living, but she's always returning from the dead, and... To me, it's a cool concept. It's an interesting. It seems sci-fi. It's also a third-person shooter. I don't think it's a twin-stick shooter, but, you know, we'll see. It, to me, looks like a third-person action game. Uh, but it gives me a lot of control vibes because that was kind of like a third-person-esque shooter. Uh, and both this game, I think it looks fantastic. I can't wait to see more of it. I don't know when it's coming out. I don't think they mentioned that, but... It looks to be fantastic, and hopefully this will be uh, a return to form f for Housemarque. They'll re release, they've had some duds with some of the later titles I mentioned that they made, and for this game to maybe hit a new audience, to do something new, to evolve, uh, I, think th I think that would be fantastic. And maybe this game does so well that they can dedicate a team, you know, create a new team, and, you know, maybe that team can make more, you know, twin-stick shooters, We'll see, but I'm really excited for Returnal. That game looks pretty great. The next game on our list is Sackboy, A Big Adventure. This was made by Sumo Digital. I believe Sumo Digital made one of the little big... Sackboy's from a franchise called Little Big Planet, and these were big games on the PS3. And Sumo Digital, I forget which... They, they've definitely made a Little Big Planet game. I'm not sure if it was the racing game or if it was one of the numbered titles. And it might have been Little Big Planet 3 because that was the most recent one to come out. Uh, or it might have been the one that was on PlayStation Vita. Maybe they worked on both of those. But Sumo Digital has been heavily evolved in Little Big Planet. They know Sackboy. And they're making this game, which is essentially a 3D platformer, which for, for me... It's kind of like I'm. I, I don't want to play a game where I have to make levels. I've tried. I just want to play the levels. Now a lot of these games have that option where you just play levels. You don't have to make anything. But I just prefer to have. Give me a game. Let me do things. And you know, just I want it to be a game from the ground up. So playing Sackboy. Uh, it's called Sackboy, a big adventure, and it's a 3D platformer. And I I, I want to play it because. I've tried to play the little big planet. I just never really enjoyed it. And to me, Sackboy Big Adventure looks fantastic. And it's so I think it's a great idea to bring Sackboy back because there was a while where he was one of PlayStation's, uh, you know, mascots. And to have him be on the PS5 in his own adventure to see kind of what, you know, is he still popular? Media Molecule, who originally created Sackboy and a little big in Little Big Planet. They're onto Dreams, which is different, and it's it's just really cool to see Sackboy 
uh, live on. So hopefully, and hopefully the game will be fun. I can't, you know, I can't wait to play it. We didn't get any indication of when the game comes out, but as with everything else, we will see. Lu- Our next game comes from Lucid, who is the game developer. It's called Destruction All-Stars, and this is like a multiplayer type of uh, car game. You are playing as, you know, a person in a monster truck or monster car, and you're basically crashing into one another. You're trying to destroy each other. And eventually, I think if your car's destroyed, you can get out because they saw there's a point where you see people running around. So I'm wondering maybe you can run around, maybe steal someone else's car. Maybe if their their car also crashed, maybe you can just fight them. I don't know what it's all about, but it's called Destruction All-Stars. It looked pretty good. I wonder if maybe they're trying to make this the next Rocket League. We will see, but it actually looks pretty good. I'm not sure if it's multiplayer, if it's single player, or if it's both. Uh, but as with everything else, we'll see more. Next, we have Kenya, Bridge of Spirits. This looked this looks pretty fantastic. It kind of combines Zelda Breath of the Wild with Pikmin. You have these little creatures. They they have black fur. They have eyes. They're humanoids. They're a little chunky, and they're small. And they're kind of you kind of have a bunch of them. And I'm not sure if you're using them as your ammo uh, because eventually. Kenya, who I guess is the character that you play as, she has this spear or uh, wand or this scepter or something. So she's able, but with but with the scepter, she's able to use it kind of like a sword or as like a stick, and she's you know whacking on enemies. And then she also that same stick is also able to be used as a crossbow. And I wonder if she's using the little Pikmin type characters that you pick up as ammo for the arrows or ammo for magic or ammo for the slashing of the sword i don't i don't know what it's uh, about but obviously we'll see more but this game looked fantastic and the enemies looked really cool and i just can't wait to you know hear more from this because that looked like a really cool game and i definitely want to check it out when it comes out the next uh game is called goodbye volcano high and it's from developer co-op it's ko underscore op or co-op and this one got a date it's coming out in 2021 i guess it's like an adventure type thing it has its own it looks like it almost looks like bojack horseman uh you have these amperformic i guess dinosaurs or rhinoceroses and they you know it's but it's it's all like you know a normal high school it's these kids and they're graduating and it's the end of an era for them because now they have to move on and figure out what they want to do with their life and they feel you know they have different feelings of being stuck or and to me it seems really relatable and it seems like a pretty cool adventure game and it really just shows the spectrum of games that were really shown at this ps5 event and you could say that like there's there's something for everyone in this uh, PS5 reveal. The, one of the, I feel like this game looks so unique and so interesting. I would like I I, I want to check it out. Like to me, I just don't think so far we I don't think we've seen a bad game or a game I don't want to play. I think everything just looks fantastic and they've hit, really hit it out of the park with uh, this one. So I can't wait to see this uh, goodbye volcano high. The next game is another game in a long series I've always wanted to check out. It's called Oddworld, 
and Oddworld Inhabitants is the name of the studio, but this game is called Oddworld Soulstorm. We got a look at it. The game looks fantastic, and if you're a fan of the Oddworld games, I think you'll be a fan of this one. Yeah, you know, it looks fantastic. I really don't know much about this franchise, but I definitely want to check out some of the games in the franchise. There was actually a sale, and I actually got a few of these, so uh, I'll see what's going on with these games because they look pretty good. Our next game I saw at the Bethesda conference last year. It is from Tango Gameworks, and we saw Senji Mikami, the godfather of Resident Evil. He has Tango. He is the head of Tango Gameworks, and they have a new game called Ghostwire Tokyo. It's coming out next year, and it looks like it's going to be a PS5 timed exclusive, from what I understand. It's like a horror game. It's uh, in Tokyo, and thing people are disappearing and. It's just wiggity wiggity whack, and it's scary, and it's a horror game, and it's first person, and it's action, so you're fighting these things, and to me it seems pretty cool. It's probably horror in the same way Bioshock is horror, where there are scary parts, but it's not really designed to scare you, and you have a lot of power as your character, so uh, you, you, know, you can fight back. So, I think, I love this game, I think this game looks really cool. I can't wait to check it out, uh, and yeah, I hope we hear more about it soon. This next game I'm not super jazzed on, it's called Jet, hold on, where is it, what is it called? Jet the Far Shore, sorry about that, Jet the Far Shore, and I'm not really jazzed about this one. This one, I think it's about a colony, and they're trying to find more life or another place to live, because the place they're in is kind of dying, not really digging the game, uh, it has a it's not a bl- it's actually the art is very well done and it's in like it's gray and it's dark and it's kind of washed out but it's really well done and it looks fantastic. It's not washed out and bad, it's washed out and it looks fantastic. But uh I don't know if it's a game for me. You seem to go into a rocket and you're exploring the world to try to find uh somewhere to live, I guess. There's a lot I don't know about this game, and and maybe that's why I'm not really digging it, because there's just so much I don't know, there's not much the trailer shows you, but, uh, we'll, I'm gonna check, I'll look more into the game, and, uh, we'll see if we can get some more information, and maybe, maybe I'll actually check it out. Our next game that we're talking about is Gearbox, uh, well, it's not the game, it's the publisher Gearbox, and they have Godfall, and that is a PS5 exclusive. I don't know if it's a timed exclusive or if it's ex- just exclusive for the PS5, but Godfall look is coming out, and it's coming out this holiday. We did get a date on this one, and uh, it looks like it's going to be coming out along with the PS5 launch. It looks, it actually looks pretty cool. Uh, the trailer was a little weird. It's like this rock hard, you know music and then it's like you know you're a knight and you're destroying monsters and i don't know it just didn't, the music didn't match the trailer type of thing i guess maybe they're trying to get a borderlands type feel from it or something because it is what they i guess you destroy your enemies and then you can loot them for what they have and i don't know i don't know what the game i, I need to hear more about this game before i check it out I think it looks cool, but I don't know if they're getting the tone right, and maybe it might just be a mindless kind of, 
you know, you just kind of do it. It's not particularly great, but it's pr it's a pretty good game. We'll see. The next game is from publisher Aperna Interactive, and it is Solar Ash. Now, this they developed. This is from the same team that made Hyperlight Drifter, and Solar Ash is as colorful. They've switched it to 3D, which looks awesome. It's probably just a new. Uh, it's probably just a new game. Uh, in a new series, but this game looks pretty great, at least from the art style. So hopefully we'll be able to check it out. And they did give 2021. Our next game, and I was so happy to see this game. It's from IO, and it's Hitman 3. And it's coming out in January 2021, which is awesome. I think having, to me, Hitman is really the only stealth game that's still going. And to have this type of game... 